Hello and welcome to the Fiercely Awakening Podcast. My name is Dr. Tanya Holcomb, and I'm on a mission to normalize naturopathy in big, bold ways. I want you to see the world through my eyes, where extraordinary health and massive upgrades in life are always available to you. You'll be inspired to trust your body's wisdom to heal, motivated to claim your next upgrade in health and life, release what no longer serves you, and pursue what you truly desire. If you seek truth, you are on the freedom path to your greatest potential. You are Fiercely Awakening. Welcome. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Fiercely Awakening podcast. So we are on part two of the Extraordinarily So series. So first of all, I want to thank every single one of you who took the time to give me a review on Apple iTunes and or uh, give me a review on Spotify. Uh, Seriously, it means so much. And I yesterday, I clicked open the reviews and there was 59 of them. And I'm so excited to read them and look at them. And then below that, there was like other podcasts like this one. And so I just clicked around. I was like, oh, well, they have like 70,000 reviews. Um, But it was still like in that moment of seeing 59, I was like, oh my gosh, I have 59 reviews. This is amazing. Then I'm like, oh, they have like 70,000. It was just this, like, it wasn't in a bad comparison. It was just like, oh girl, we're just getting started uh, type of feeling. I don't know. It was funny. Um, But I am completely celebrating the 59 and um, just here for it, here for when that 59 turns into 59,000 and continues to grow because um, I really love, I really love the work that we're doing here and I can't wait to be inspired by your words of love. So thank you again so much. Um, I also want to thank you guys for wishing me a happy birthday. I love that I get to celebrate my birthday with this podcast every year. I think that was one of the smartest things that I did and it wasn't even meaningful. It just ended up happening that way and the closer we got to launching, it got closer to my birthday. So voila, we bur- we launched it at the same time. Um, but it just gives my birthday this extra vibe to know that I get to celebrate it with this podcast. And I had a really amazing uh, birthday celebration. So uh, for those of you who have been listening for a while in a podcast a few, a few back, um, I talked about um, booking my 40th birthday uh, celebration. And when I really sat down with what did I want to do, I wanted to get away from my birthday with my family and have my parents come and my brothers come and, you know, the kid, all the kids. I wanted something that uh, the kids would just be like, this is the best birthday ever. You know, I wanted, I wanted that experience. But I was getting hung up because I didn't know who would watch my dog. Because uh, normally, if we need somebody to watch my dog, my parents do. And I'm not interested in taking him to a border. And so it was like thinking about like who would be a really good fit to stay here and take care of the animals while we're gone. And I just couldn't think of anybody in that time. And it was just really tripping me up. Uh, But I kept feeling intuitively like this is the place to book and it's all going to work out. 
And so uh, really just activating, you know, Marie Forleo's everything is figure outable, right? And um, then I activated Parkinson's law, which I activate often. And this is a law that states that you will get what you need to get done in the time that you give yourself to get it done. So essentially, if you give yourself a week, it's going to take a week. If you give yourself an hour, it's going to take an hour. Now, obviously, that's not true in all cases, but in so many cases, it is true. And so I decided to give myself five minutes or something like that before bed and told myself that the person would drop in to my field before I fell asleep. And the person did. And then I reached out to them the next day and they said yes. And just as a follow-up, it worked out amazing. Like she was so great with the animals and she enjoyed it. Or it sounds like she enjoyed it. She said, you know, whenever we need her, she'd be happy to do it again. And I even got cute photos of the animals when we were gone. So just celebrating that all working out because of course, like, you know, my human brain is questioning, like, what if she doesn't show up? What if this doesn't work out? What if, what if, what if, what if, right? And so I had to constantly say, no, I'm not entertaining this. Uh, I know that this came from an aligned place and it is done. It is done. It is done. So it's not like the human thoughts are going to stop coming up. It's just your ability to not let them take over and not feed them energy. The more that we feed those negative thoughts, the more that we're creating those negative patterns. So anyway, I'm super excited that that all worked out. Um, so a few other things that happened that I thought were just fitting for today's conversation and really playing with these higher frequencies. Um, my husband and my son <clears throat> picked out some flowers for me for my birthday and they were red geraniums. That is the last flower that I would ever pick out for myself. Not that I don't love geraniums. I mean, I love all flowers, but I just wouldn't pick out geraniums. Like that's just not my, you know, what I would be drawn to. And so I, I said, babe, these are like my least favorite flowers. Uh, I'm always honest. And uh, this is honesty, in my opinion, is so huge for relationship upgrades, which is a conversation in itself. Um, so, but anyway, I'm always honest because it's super safe to be honest in my relationship and it doesn't mean anything bad. So I just said, babe, these are my least favorite flowers, but I trust that there's a reason that they found their way to me. Even though it's nothing I'd ever pick out for myself, I believe there's a reason they chose me. And so right then and there, I looked it up, like, what is the message of geraniums? And it was like happiness and good health and good wishes and abundance. And I was like, Ooh, I'm liking this. I'm liking this. Uh, and then I was like, okay, red, what's up with red? And it talked about being the perfect plant to put on your front porch, which is where he had them, uh, for, you know, spiritual protection. Um, yes, I love this very much. And so I just laughed and I was like, I guess you're going to be buying me red geraniums every year. Cause this sounds like a perfect fit for me right now. Um, so just always like, again, trusting, 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 like, okay, this isn't what I would have picked. And there's a reason it picked me. There's a reason it's finding its way to me. Another example of this, uh, my sister-in-law got me a book that I would 
never support this offer author. I mean, it would be like equivalent to supporting Fauci's work. Like I would not do that. I would not uh, vote with my dollars in this way. Um, but I also got the book and I was like, okay, I would have never bought this for myself, but I trust that God knows that there's a reason why I need this book. Like there's something in it for me. There is a message. There's something here for me to see. Um, so I love that, right? It's like instantly like, okay, yeah, I would have bought this, but I also trust that there's a reason that it's being gifted to me. There's a reason it's finding its way to me. Like if I trust my vibration and I trust what I'm magnetizing to me, then I trust that it is for me. Uh, another example, this one's a little different, um, but I, and this was a few months ago, I had this vision of me, this is kind of silly, um, I had this vision of me wearing white, my white cowgirl boots, which I've only worn one time, and they're beautiful, and I love them, and I just pictured myself like going to a concert this summer. I'm not like a big concert person, but um, every time I go to a concert, like I just, I love it. I love the experience, and so I just had that vision, and I got an email from like Ticketmasters or something. And I was like scrolling and I clicked on a link and I was like, I don't, I don't know who these are, but anyway, it, it happened fast. I clicked out and I just like quickly saw the vision. Yep. Going to a concert. I could see what I was wearing. I could see it. Then that's it. I, I didn't think anything more about it. Well, it turns out that my other sister-in-law, uh, clicked on the same link, had the same thought, knew that I wanted to go, to go to a concert and she bought us uh, fifth row seats at a country concert um, coming up this summer. And it that's just a perfect example of scratching the field of potentiality, like not overthinking it, just like, oh, this is a desire and like seeing it and holding that image and then just like backing away. Like I didn't worry about if this was going to happen. I didn't put pressure on it happening. I literally just had the thought, had the feeling and let it go. And then she shows up and was like, I got your tickets. I'm like, oh my gosh. I literally was probably looking at that link the same day that you were looking at the link. Um, so that was really cool. But I also got a gift of a citrine bear. Uh, citrine has been really hard to find lately. It's one of my favorite, favorite stones. And then to have a citrine bear, uh, which most of you know, represents Fiercely Empowered Mama. The logo is a bear, like so cool. I got this incredible blend of essential oils that uh, is like super high vibration, has rose, has geranium. Oh my gosh, it has geranium too. So geranium is finding its way to me. Um, so just like cool things. And then I have been wanting a gas oven since the time that we moved into our house. And it's one of those things where it's like, I want it, but I'm not like putting in the money or the effort to upgrade it, but I want it, you know? Anyway, um, our, our clock starter wor stopped working and my husband took that as an opportunity to do an upgrade and started making the arrangements. And that's, you know, my big birthday gift, so to speak, is that I am getting the upgrade of a gas oven, which I'm super excited about. So again, it's just really trusting your vibration. 
And if you're in a state where you feel like everything is annoying or bad or frustrating, we have to change our perception. That's the only way out of it. The only way out of it is taking that radical responsibility, changing your perception of the situations and you changing so your circumstances can change. Okay, so let's talk about those signs that we talked about in the last episode. Um, I have been seeing turkeys like crazy, and turkeys are one of my favorite abundance signs. Um, When I find a turkey feather, I light up like a Christmas tree, you guys. Like, it is so exciting. And it's funny because I have intentionally spent time in the woods. Uh, I was in the woods Uh, for a long part of the day on my actual birthday and I was just like manifesting a feather and I haven't I haven't found it yet and so I was like okay well I trust that it's coming coming its way to me but I have seen uh, turkeys um, and you know so that's that always just gives me the feeling too but finding the feather is like next level but I love just like having that connection of of certain, you know, certain things that just like speak to me so loudly that just activate that feeling of, of different feelings, different high vibration feelings, whether that's the feeling of trust, whether that's the feeling of abundance, whether that's the feeling of, of, um, being exactly where you're supposed to be. Like all of those feelings are strengthening your magnetism. It's strengthening your frequency of what your little magnets on your body, your field are pulling, magnetizing to you. So I've also been seeing like crazy uh, 444, 555, 111, 1111, like off the charts. Um, And that tends to happen when I have conversations like these. It's like, keep going, keep talking about this stuff. I know you find it uncomfortable to talk about this stuff. Like, and, and I do to an extent find it uncomfortable. Like certainly there are vulnerability hangovers when I share this kind of stuff with you. Um, but I have to ask myself, like, is it true? Is it your truth? Is it who you are? Yes, yes, yes. Like, okay, keep talking then. This is what you believe. This is who you are. This is you. So anyway, I've been seeing those like crazy, like even just like fun ways um, on on my actual birthday, um, I had pulled out this tablecloth that I actually had bought for a friend for her birthday, but I never used it. And on the package, it was like four, four, four. I mean, just like all over. But the thing is, is, and I touched about this in the last episode, but as I honor what I see, as you honor what you see, the more you will see. The more that you will feel into um, the messages or the more that you do feel into the messages, like the more meaning that you give them, the more communication that you'll receive. It's amazing. And there could be something that's there all along. But you didn't know it was important. You didn't, you didn't understand uh, 
the value of the message and so you never saw it but now once you start respecting the value once you start honoring the communication you're gonna see it it's like the blinders coming off to what's always been right in front of you so just honoring the magic in the everyday the magic in the everyday is really being in the flow with life and being in awe and gratitude with the littlest things, such as having a turkey be on my path, seeing the number 33, having the mailbox read 555, like all of those things are just little sprinklings of activating an incredible feeling. Of course, like being in awe with your child, being in awe with your partner, being in awe with your pet, like being in awe with the sunshine, with the grass, like all of those things are profound because the more that you feel that love and gratitude for your life, the more that you feel the love and gratitude for your life. So these just signs though, they just help activate that. They just help us be like, Ooh, yeah, I'm here for it. And even when things don't go your way, um, an example that I have from a couple of years ago was my computer had crashed. Apparently it needed a software update and it was stuck at 44 for at least 10 minutes. And then it went to 33 and then hung out there. So, you know, these again are just like, this is to me like God's love and humor. Like, hey, I know this sucks right now that your computer is down and I know that you want to be frustrated about it, but this is my plan and this is better. It's like little love notes that are built into like, you know, just frustrating things where you're like, okay, I'm gonna trust that this of all days, this was the best day for my computer to do this. And if there's a lesson here, I'm going to learn it so I don't have to go through this Again, you know, it's just constantly having that higher awareness. So when you play with the frequency of faith and trusting that life loves you and trusting that the universe has your back, you tap into the vibes of extraordinarily so. This is how it works. So your homework in the last episode was to sit in the frequency of extraordinarily so. Again, the frequency of highest potentiality. And you were to feel into the signs of confirmation around you and play with the energy of desire statements. So I'm super curious, how did that go? What are your signs? What are your stories? What are your feelings, your desires? Maybe you have a story like mine where there was communication early on and you felt that that was all supportive and loving and guiding. Or maybe recently you started seeing 1111 and now you're seeing 333s. Um, maybe every time you see a butterfly, you feel something. Maybe every time you see uh, a penny on the sidewalk, you get this feeling in your body. So I'm just curious, what are these signs? Because we want to expand what you see. If it's the penny, 
and that's all you see, I can promise you there's more communication available for you. It doesn't have to just be in the penny. We have to expand uh, the language. So right now, the language is speaking in the penny, and that's, ooh, exciting. But there's more words. There's more words to connect. There's more frequencies to connect on. So if this is feeling in alignment to you, then I'd encourage you to invite more communication into your life by simply stating, I'm listening, I'm trusting, and I'm ready for more. It's my time and I'm ready for more. And really just feel the expansiveness of that. So the frequency of extraordinarily so and the visual for this frequency came to me in in little bits. (laughs) And this is honestly how downloads happen to me um, is I get breadcrumbs and then... I maybe get a breadcrumb for a name, then what does a name embody, and then what's the visual for the name, and it seldom happens all at once, and there's sometimes days, sometimes weeks, sometimes months in between, it's just bits by bits, and the bits seem to only come if I take, you know, the inspired action, and so my inspired action every time I take inspired action is saying to the universe I trust I trust I trust and so then I get more Um, and this is often what uh, most people don't get is they want to have it all before they make a move they 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 want to um be in a perfect situation in order to do the move. Like it needs to make perfect sense before they do it. But from my perspective and from the work that I've done, it doesn't work like that. It's like, I'm going to give you a little and you're going to move and then you're going to get more and then you're going to move and then I'll give you a little bit more and then you're going to move. But if you don't move, if you don't take that inspired action, then you're not getting more. So that's how it happened with this frequency. It's like as I played with it and as I saw it, it started to actually formulate into a visual. And the visual for this frequency uh, is a dandelion puff. So I'm curious, when was the last time that you actually held a dandelion puff? So right now, my yard is currently loaded with puffs. It's amazing. Uh, Driving to my office today, I was like seeing puffs all over. Um, And so when I look at the dandelion puff and when you look at the dandelion puff, I would imagine, um, similar to me, that it's hard not to think of anything else other than this is so extraordinary. So a little bit more background into how the dandelion and I like first started connecting, if you will. And um, yeah, let's uh, maybe let's just do that. So when I was at a retreat uh, as a participant in Montana in 2017, I did my first ever plant meditation. Um. So I'm not sure if you have ever sat with a plant or a tree and meditated with it, but it's truly um, 
it's really an incredible experience and it's sitting with trees is one of my favorite things to do. So if, if you visualize me out in the woods, it's probably because I'm sitting by a tree because that's literally where I feel like I get uh, so many just beautiful downloads. Just in a meditative state, I can tap into uh, clarity and uh, what is my inspired action? You know, when I feel stuck, it's like, I just need to go sit by a tree um, because I know there's some inspired action that I'm meant to take. But uh, the first plant that I meditated with I guess I should say like, I'm sure that I sat by trees before, but like this was like the first formal uh, plant meditation. So the first plant that I meditated with was the beautiful and oh so feminine uh, bluebell. And I sat with her admiring her beauty. Her energy was feminine and it was powerful and she stood in her glory, even if it meant that she was standing alone. And she chose to shine because it was her calling. And in the meditation, I had received the message that I was being asked to feel, to really feel. And really it was this uh, understanding and whether or not it was the first time that I had heard it or just the deepening of my understanding was, you know, to feel is to heal. And so for my next growth, I needed to be less numb. She said that by feeling was the only way for me to be real, to really feel my feelings in real time instead of pushing them down or ignoring them. And then I had this feeling that I was meant to go closer to her. And and as I got closer, I kept getting the feeling like I'm meant to go closer. And once I got close enough, I heard, look at me. It's only through eye to eye, soul to soul, heart to heart connection that you have the power to change lives. And it took me some time to upgrade this conversation because I was terrified to feel all that I needed to feel and terrified to show the world all of me. You know, it was safe for me then to talk about gut health or essential oils or homeopathy, but to talk about the spiritual journey, uh, that didn't feel so safe. But however, you know, here we are. Um, She also had shared with me that uh, no one could give me what I couldn't give myself. You know, not my partner, not my child, not my mother, not the universe. No one could give me what I wasn't willing to give myself. And this was, again, the starting point of me deciding that I mattered, of me deciding that I was worthy, of me deciding that I was already enough, and that the only worthwhile comparison is the me today versus the me tomorrow. And in order to continue to get better, I had to love the me today, and I had to accept all of me as I was, period. Now, of course, I have deepened this, and this has evolved because a lot of times we don't get things all in one swoop. And so uh, the foundation was laid or it was, um, I mean, this wasn't even, I can't even say this was the foundation laid. It was just in this meditation, like I heard things differently. Like I had already started the self-love journey, but it was like this meditation deepened it. Um, And then it's been a journey of continuing to embody that. But I also heard that day, that I would come back to the land and I would bring others. And I did this twice. 
So as I was leaving the woods, however, that day, I felt the dandelion calling to me to sit in its perfect path. And this is when I deeply understood desire. The dandelion made it so clear to me that it was time for me to stop playing it safe and to evolve my teaching, that the wind was ready to spread my message further than my backyard. This was in 2017. This was when I was still working full time and doing this on the side, which meant I was seeing clients in the evenings and weekends and teaching local in-person classes primarily. I had had hundreds of signs before that I was to walk away from my corporate marketing career and hundreds of signs that said, you're going to be okay. You're going to be fully supported. It's time for you to take the leap, do it. And I could not do it. This went on for years. I loved what I was doing and I loved my team. I was in the process of writing a marketing book and I was super proud of the accomplishments that I had. I thought I was pretty great at what I did and it didn't make logical sense for me to leave my career. And most importantly, I was terrified of failing or going backwards in life. But when I sat with it, I was even more terrified of not seeing my dreams play out. I truly desired to be on my soul assignment and to live in my zone of genius. I craved to see what was possible. How, how big could the universe support me if I took the leap? Like what's really possible? So in January of 2018, I put on my notice and then I stayed through the transition and was out on my own officially in September of 2018. Now there was a significant amount of pep talk that I needed then to make a move, like a significant amount of pep talk. I don't need that now. Now, when I get the message, I do it. I'm like, okay, got it. I'm on it. Uh, for the most part, um, I make moves now based on where I'm going, not where I am. I know that my circumstances have very little to do with my future. I know that the only way for my circumstances to change is for me to move. So my business decisions, my health decisions, my life decisions are very strongly intuitive based. They don't often make logical sense, but I know that they are in complete alignment to my soul and I trust, I trust, I trust. So I often tell the women of Vitalize, you know, the only time that we struggle is when we're sitting next to our power instead of in it. And so when we are struggling, it's because we're not trusting. We're not embodying our truth. We're not working with the frequency of extraordinarily so. We're working with the frequency of, nope, not going to work. Here's the 10 reasons why you can't have it. This is why it's a bad decision. These are the things that you should worry about. These are the things that you should be upset about. Like we're not in the flow of life and we're not trusting. So the dandelion is, in my opinion, magnificent. And it has this luxury vibe when you look at it. It radiates abundance. It's a divine creation. And I don't know how one could look at a dandelion puff and not be awestruck of its beauty. It's also incredibly resilient. And the dandelion itself is, is medicine. It's medicine for us. It's medicine for the earth. It's medicine for the creation of life. 
It's potent and powerful and does what it does with so little effort. And the path to me really is desire. And every little seed to me is like a magic wand. If you look close at it, at the seeds, it looks like a magic wand. And the magic wands are really the hows that are being divinely orchestrated. So when you make a wish and you blow, all the seeds go to work. The message was clear. All I needed was desire, but I didn't need to know the how. The how was and still is irrelevant. We have magic on our side at all times. I just need to trust that my desires are divine and therefore if it is coming through me, it is for me. So when you make a wish like we did when we were kids, well, I still do it now quite often and hopefully after this, you will too. The seeds remain that is the potency of the power in your hands. It's a reminder that you get to have what you want. So today, 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 it's like from 2018 of starting this uh, to now, it's like we have listeners for the Fiercely Awakening podcast across the globe. We have Fiercely Empowered Mamas uh, who are absolutely amazing women that spread across the globe as well. I have clients in other countries. I have the most incredible team. I have so many dreams that are in motion. I have trademarks for Fiercely Empowered Mama, Fiercely Awakening, and Tanya Holcomb, my own name. And so it's like this all happened and this is all happening. And do I, does part of me think like, oh, I thought, you know, you'd be so much further ahead. You'd have that book wrote by now. You'd have this done right now. Like, of course, ego's always there. (laughs) You know, ego's always there to tell me those things. But the truth is, the truth is always that I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. And I am on pursuit and I am taking inspired action. And the work continues to be the same. So a huge part of my healing was, you know, embodying me right? It was like embodying all of me. It was claiming I am Tanya Hokum. I am Tanya Hokum. I am Tanya Hokum. And saying this until I could feel the joy of being this human, like really feel the vibes of me, the love, the pain, the regrets, the joy, the desire, like all of it. So this work, you know, it allows me to continue to make decisions with confidence from a place of where I'm going, not where I am. And the seeds are constantly being spread, which means the how is constantly in motion. You know, you may see, only see the dandelions for a little bit, but the seeds are constantly in motion. The bird can take it and travel so far. It's like the how is constantly in motion. And yes, the seeds that were left behind, that's your part. That's your part to do the action. That's your part of the pursuit. But there's so much being worked out when you have that desire and you trust with that blow and the seed spread, you are trusting that the how is being worked out and then you take what's left and you do your part. I did my part 
and my one and only job and your one and only job, like the biggest part of the job, right, was to believe before I could see. To trust that my wish, my desires were as good as done. And my number one was and is to work on my vibration every day. But I had to work really hard at first, right? I had to change my default vibration to a higher frequency. So when I left my job, I did not miss a day of gratitude journaling. I did not miss a day of desire writing. For months, I was on it because I needed to be disciplined until this was an embodiment, until I could quickly reach for a higher truth as if it was second nature. I was committed to using all the tools that I had at the time um, and still committed to using my tools and certainly my tool list has expanded. Um, But this meant I needed to feel the feelings in real time. I needed to continue to heal my wounds. I needed to tap into my truth daily and constantly work on changing my thoughts to better feeling thoughts. It's like, if I can get so many downloads in a day, in one moment of a day from talking to two plans, like what the heck is possible? So working on our vibration is so huge. And that's why it's like, for me, it's like the desire, my desire is to embody the vibration of extraordinarily so because this truly, to me, is the frequency of, of highest potentiality. So it's so important to do the work every day. Doing the work to make my health better. Doing the work to take my physical body to new places. But doing the work constantly on my vibration. What are the thoughts in my head? What are the thoughts in my head? What am I telling myself? What am I saying to myself? I mean, I, I, this, this is a constant work in motion because there are days, I just had one the other day and I was telling my team member, I'm like, gosh, that was such a shit show. You know, I was doing a live and I just felt completely off my game and I just it just didn't feel good you know and the longer I went the the worse I felt about it and she wrote me she's like I just want you to know like you may have thought it was a shit show she's like but I thought it was great you know and she wrote me a bunch of beautiful stuff too but I was like wow I just bullied myself just like that and because as I was thinking about it being a shit show the more I felt about being a shit show, right? And that wasn't her experience of it at all. And so it was a perfect example of like, okay, we don't always have the consistent days. The words don't always flow for me every single day. And I can instantly alchemize the feeling of it being a shit show by saying, I know my intention is to always deliver what is meant to be heard. That's my intention. So that's my intention, period. It is done. So it's like constantly just watching the words because you're human. This is human. (laughs) Your human is going to come out. But it's like how quickly can you have and reach for that higher truth? 
um, autopilot. I guess that's the better way of saying it. It's like our humanness is wired for autopilot. And so as we work on ourselves, we're training that we're, we're rewriting codes for a new autopilot. And, and we get better and better at, you know, seeing things from the higher perspective and trusting the flow of life. And there's still autopilot of things that we haven't cleaned up yet or that are just so coded, so wired that it's still going to come out and play every now and then. But if you want an example or if you want to have an idea of the frequency uh, that you're working with right now, um, this is just where we look at our life. Like what are some of the things that you have recently magnetized your life? Or how do you feel about your life? Or how do you feel about your health? What do you feel is, is potential for you? Are you working with doom and gloom and worst case scenarios? Or are you living your life full tilt, having dreams, chasing your dreams, pursuing your dreams? Are you waking up thinking, gosh, it's another day? Or are you waking up thinking, I'm so blessed to be here? another day. We all have programming that we're coded with that's running the show. And if we're not on it, it takes over. Uh, If you don't believe me, a perfect example is to see what you do when the power goes out in your house. We used to lose power all the time. We got smart. We got a generator. Now we never lose power. It's kind of funny. Um, But when we would lose power, it didn't matter. I would find myself turning on the lights at least 1,700 times. I'd plug my phone in to charge it more than once. I'd go to wash my hands. I'd go to turn on the stove. I mean, every time we would lose power, I could not get it in my head that we were out of power because autopilot is real. Okay, so there was this one time that we got a text that the power would not be on until noon. So I went downstairs to work out. I came back up and I was so sweaty and I was like, gosh, there's no way I'm not going to be able to shower today. So I looked at the time on the oven. I filled up my water. I called my mom to see if I could shower there. And my husband looks at me like I'm crazy. He's like, you literally just acknowledge what time it was on the oven. And then you filled your water back up. The electricity is back on. But I just assumed since I was told it was not going to be back on until noon that it wasn't back on. I wasn't even able to see the evidence that it was on. So two super important lessons here. Your programming is so intense that it can take a lot of practice to override it. Journaling sessions, uh, one journaling session a week is not going to make things move very fast. (laughs) Just trying to think positive thoughts is not going to do it because you're working with a lifetime of programming a lifetime of things that you have accepted to be true. And number two, you will look for evidence to support what you think is there. So remember the medicine is believing before you can see it. I didn't think the power was going to be on. Therefore, I didn't see it. It's wild. And I love these humbling moments so much because it's a reminder that the walk with this human will never be done. The work gets easier because we get better at turning to our tools and our toolkit continues to grow and our frequency continues to rise, but the work is always there. 
So in this next episode, we're going to talk more about how to do this. Like, okay, what is, like, how do we do that? It's like not the how as in like, here's your 12 steps, but it's like the embodiment. What is this process? But between now and next week, I would love for you to sit with a dandelion puff if it's available to you. And if there's a lots of puffs, I want you to trust that there's one that's already chosen you. And I want you to take a photo of it. And I want you just to be in the energy of it and really just tap into those awestruck vibes. Feel into the desire that you're working with. Like, what do you want? What are you calling into your life? And then blow and see all those magic wands, leaves that are getting to work on the how. It's like, okay, now that you have this desire, you want it, it is done. It's like allowing everything to be orchestrated on your behalf. And then look down to see what's left. And then that's your part. If there's nothing left, then you just sit back. You do nothing. Just like when I scratched and I was like, I could see myself at a concert. I can see myself wearing those boots. I did nothing. And then the tickets showed up. So maybe you don't have to do anything, but maybe you have like 10 seats left in your puff. Maybe that's a call for inspired action. Obviously, this does not mean literal, right? This is just the feeling of it. It's like this is the process of having desire, of claiming it as done, blow, it's done, of trusting that things are being worked out and then doing your part, which is either to lean back and just trust or you're taking inspired action. Um, but just feel into the energy of extraordinarily so, because it's that energy of trust. It's that vibration that speeds things up. And if you don't have a dandelion puff, then you can see what's growing abundantly around you, what's growing near you, for you. And again, trust that if you feel a connection, it's calling you. So sit with it talk with it, get a message. And then I would love for you to report back with your photo and your download inside of the Fiercely Awakening Facebook group. All right. So again, our last session of this or our last part of this series will be next week. And this is where we'll talk more about, you know, like, how do we go about this? Like, what is this? How do we fully embody this? And of course, there are so many breadcrumbs that we've had leading up to this, but um, just another perspective, another take, a deepening on the conversation. All right, as always, I'll see you guys soon. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to today's episode. If you loved your time with me, please subscribe and leave me a review on iTunes so I can keep bringing you the good stuff. And then come say hello and be part of the conversation by joining me in our private Facebook group, Fiercely Awakening.